0: we have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. Now, here's your host, Doug Parker.
1: All right, welcome back to Ambitious Radio. This is your host, Doug Parker, and I'll tell you what, guys, today we have a fantastic guest. We have John Lee Dings, he's the host of EO Fire. And he interviews thought leaders, entrepreneurs, seven days per week. Now, that is quite an accomplishment because he's interviewed over 1,500 people and gets over 1.5 million listeners per month. It is unbelievable. This gentleman is a a veteran. He's an Army veteran. Uh, He's from the Maine area. Help me welcome John Lee Dumas. JLD, how are you, sir?
2: Doug, I am fired up. I'm ready to be here. And yes, Maine. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Now, I know you've moved around a little bit. You know, you started out in Maine, and I know you were in San Diego for a while. But, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe kind of what I didn't get in the intro, where you're from, what you're all about.
2: Yeah, so just a real quick rundown. I did grow up in the state of Maine, went to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So post-college, I spent eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army, four active, four in the reserves. And then after uh, my little time in the military, I decided to try law school, which I hated, so I quit. I tried corporate finance, which I died a slow death in the cubicle, so I quit after one year. And then commercial real estate, both in San Diego, back in Maine, a little stint in New York City. And It was six years that I just described right there of like quote unquote civilian world and none of it worked for me. I wasn't happy. I wasn't successful. I just wasn't finding my thing. And it wasn't until 2012, uh, you know, coming up on five years ago now when I had the aha moment, the idea to launch EO Fire, which is a daily podcast where I interview today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. I've had people like Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, just an awesome cast and Now that you know, we're almost five years in, we're over 1600 episodes to date, over 40 million listens total, and uh, it's a multi million dollar a year business net profit. So it's been fun growing it, and uh, we're having a blast.
1: Man, I'll tell you what, you know, when I first started working on this project for Ambitious Radio, we were just going to do a radio show here local in Dallas. And then I thought, you know what? I'm already doing all the work. It can't be that much more to package (laughs) it up and podcast it out. But I was like, I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to start, you know, Googling and figuring out what I can figure out about podcasting. And man, your imprint is on this industry like none other. And so I tuned in and started listening and then it was like addictive. I mean, literally it was, you know, seven days a week. I'm listening to every show that's coming out and, (laughs) uh, you know, it was really, really some cool stuff. And, you know, let's, let's just kind of, you know, talk a little bit about it because you've, you've been there kind of from the beginning when there wasn't as much going on. And I know that you are very public about so many things that you do, but can you tell us just a little bit about maybe some of the obstacles that you ran into when you kind of first started doing? this
2: yeah there was a lot of obstacles and kind of to your point you made earlier is guys if you're gonna create content you know like Doug is creating like I'm creating why not repurpose it so I think it was great that Doug went out there and found other mediums to share the same exact content that he was already sharing on just different platforms I mean that's just getting up there to more ears so that's a great strategy for anybody to implement but back in 2012 I'll tell you it just wasn't as easy to listen to a podcast as it is now I mean iTunes interface has improved tenfold. Now you have iHeartRadio, this crushing podcast, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Play has entered the mix. I mean, it is really super simple on your smartphone now to download your favorite app. Um, I, I even have my own app. You know, I created the EO Fire app because I just wanted to make it so simple for people like yourself, Doug, that just liked consuming my podcast on that day to day basis. So it's so much easier now for a consumer to listen to podcasts, and that's important. You know, that's why Uber won, because it's easy for the consumer. That's why Instagram won, because they just made it easy to take great photos and just do a couple filters and some and some letters and words, and then and then they can just print it and share it with the world. I mean, that's why companies win, and so when you can make things simple for the consumer – you win. So that was a struggle back in 2012. And and just letting people know about this form of podcasting, you know, still kind of an unknown word. It's getting a little more notoriety now that, you know, things like Serial went viral, which is a podcast about, you know, a criminal case. And you have people from all the way from Hillary Clinton to Snoop Dogg to Shaquille O'Neal launching podcasts. I mean, if you have any kind of influence in in this world, and, and whatever that word influence means to you, or if you have any desire to grow some authority, um, podcasting is a great way to share your voice, your message, and to have it resonate with others who resonate with your message. So, those are a couple of the struggles that we were facing, Doug. But it's it's getting easier.
1: Sure, sure. And and you know, uh, you, you work on so many different projects, and we're going to get into some of those in, in the next couple segments. But, you know, you're you're interviewing seven days a week which is something that's unique you know I know that that uh, a lot of people like my show for instance is a a one day a week show and there's a lot of people that do a five day a week show but what was it that made you kind of settle on I'm gonna do something seven days (laughs) per week
2: well, I think that you have to, number one, say, what am I going to do this different in this world? Like, what am I going to add value in? But then also has that unique flair that's going to make people sit up and say, you know what, I've always liked this, but I can see that it was missing that. And that's what John or Doug or whoever is filling in that void. That That's what they're bringing to the table that nobody was before. And that's what I personally, as a consumer, because remember, I was a consumer of podcasts for two years before I ever even thought about making one. I, I was saying to myself every day, jeesh, I wish that there was this daily podcast that interviews successful entrepreneurs because those are my favorite shows. And I drive to work seven, uh, five days a week. I hit the gym, I'm doing this stuff. Like I would love to have a show that was every single day had a new episode waiting for me. So scratch your own itch, find those voids that are out there and then serve those voids in a meaningful and powerful way. And I saw the opportunity within podcasting uh, to do a daily podcast. Cause a lot of people said you couldn't cause you get burnt out. You would run out of guests X, Y, Z. But like, I knew that that was BS because I mean, come on, you know, it's people have been doing radio talk shows forever that have guests every single day of the week. And you know, the list goes on. So I knew that wasn't going to be an issue for me. And I knew that I could bring in my military training, that discipline that we're going to talk about a little bit later in more depth, but I could take that discipline and Structure and get automations and systems that would work, that would allow me to have a daily show that wouldn't consume my life. And today, fast forward four years, Doug, you know, coming up again on five years. I've got it down pat to where now, I only spend two days a month recording my interviews. I do 15 interviews on the first Monday of the month and 15 interviews on the first Tuesday of the month. Then I'm done for interviewing people for EO Fire for the rest of the month. Those other 28, 29 days, they're mine now. I take them back and I do other things with them like write books, communities, have fun, go on interviews like your show. So there's great ways to batch and to be very productive in your world you know,
1: I, I, I'll share this with you. You know, anybody that, that has signed up for my show, if you decide that you, you know, you want to uh, take the information you've gotten from me and how I do what I do, uh, trust me, if you steal it from me, you're stealing it twice because (laughs) when I was on your show on episode 1377, you know, I, I went through and the sign up process and I just, I was looking at all the different things of what you were doing and, and those processes and it made my life so much easier instead of just having to send an email and this and that. There's like a sign up page you go through, you answer the questions, it automates everything through Schedule Once. And man, that has saved me so much time, <laughs> just the investment of, of going through. And plus, I got to be on the show and, and everything else. But yeah, you've done a great, great job with that. Now, you mentioned, you know, with the rest of your time, you get to write books and some of those things. And I know you've got the EO or the Entrepreneur on Fire, um, you know, conversations with visionary leaders. That book is out there. But in addition to your book, are there any other books that you recommend?
2: Yeah, so there are some great books out there. And are you looking for just general entrepreneurial books? Yeah, just just some of your favorite books. I mean, just whatever you recommend. I would say basically The Slight Edge is the book that I like to point anybody towards that's looking to – maybe start getting to figure out what it looks like to be an entrepreneur on a day-to-day basis because I love that book for a number of reasons because so many people think they have to come in day one and just start knocking out of the park and accomplishing these big tasks and having these big wins. And like that's not how successful businesses are built. Successful businesses are built one small, tiny step Increment improvement at a time. That's it. And the book "The Slight Edge" by Jeff Olson really goes into that. And I think a great follow-up to that book is the mentee of Jeff Olson, who is Darren Hardy, who was also the founder uh, or the editor-in-chief for a long time of Success Magazine, and he wrote the book "The Compound Effect," which just took all the principles from The Slight Edge and showed you how to take it to the next level. So. Those are two great books. I think those are two great starting points in reading reading them in the order of The Slight Edge and then following up with The Compound Effect is a great one two punch.
1: Yeah, absolutely and I actually just went through Darren Hardy's The P- Compound Effect twice. Oh, cool. I liked it so much the first time that I went back in with my whole team and I was like, "Hey guys, we need to go through this as a management team and <laughs> and uh, we're finishing up the last chapter uh, next week in our kind of uh, month or weekly uh, conversation." So, great great books. I can definitely endorse those as well. Now, you mentioned you're right on the cusp of 5 years over the last five years, is there something maybe that you've changed your mind on that you're diametrically opposed to how you thought about it before? Maybe you thought this way and now you've got a little experience in life and you're like, whoa, now I think this way. Anything like that comes to mind?
2: Absolutely. I thought that I had to scale and leverage everything immediately and continue to do that until everything in my life was like that. I mean, you mentioned Obviously, Doug, that that is an important factor of my life is how I've scaled and automated and leveraged and created systems around the booking process for my shows and stuff. That has to happen in many areas of your life to free things up, but you can't do that with every part of your life. Now, let me explain. I was thinking, okay, you know, I'm going to get to the point where I'm just going to be too busy to like interact with my listeners one on one because you know we had two million listens for the show last month. I mean, that's a massive number. And I figured that I would just get to the point where I'd have, have to say, you know, I got to step back from just, you know, addressing the one-to-one and then go to just the one-to-many. Now, my podcast is the one-to-many, and one thing that I've really learned and definitely absorbed over the past five years is that one-to-one can never completely disappear. And I like to quote, do things that don't scale. In fact, just an hour and a half before we jumped on this call, Doug, I went through a list, and I called people one by one by one who have joined Podcasters Paradise this month. Every time someone joins my podcasting community, they get an email on like day three or day four that says, hey, can we chat? And if they want to chat with me one-on-one, they fill fill out this quick form with their phone number and then I call them on a Saturday between 1 and 2 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time, which is here in Puerto Rico. I just make phone calls every single Saturday to people who have joined my podcast, the Paradise Community, who have invested in myself and in Kate, and, and I thank them. Personally, it's a personal one-on-one call. I thank them. You know, really quick, cool story from that is I found uh, a woman today, I was chatting with her. She lives on West 74th Street in New York City, which is two um, two doors down from my best friend in college who just started his podcast. Now they're gonna go out and have coffee uh, tomorrow because they just, can, you know, because I connected them, and now they're just like neighbors, they never knew it. It's like so cool what happens when you take things down, when you don't try to scale everything, when you have the one-on-one conversations, I always ask the question, how'd you find me? Like, how do you find out about me? And I just hear the greatest responses. You know, some people will just say, I have no idea, which is funny. But some people will really be able to give me that breadcrumb path, and I could find those answers and amplify the things that are working for me and my business and continue to ramp those up. And if I think something's working, and I'm never hearing people finding about me that way, then maybe I got to tone it down and spend my time elsewhere.
1: Sure. No, that, that's great, great information. And, and you know, as we kind of wrap up this segment, I, I want to ask you about personal habits that have contributed most to your success. And then we'll transition right into the next segment. But can, can you just share a little bit about the, the, I think there's maybe three things I've researched and found about you that are uh, really just number one two and three to help you in your success
2: well listen I look at my success over the past five years me an individual who you know just has one business partner Kate business uh, business partner and life partner and you know a, a handful of virtual assistants around the world and I've grown it into a multi-million dollar a year business net profit so I'm doing some things right so you know I have a ton of weaknesses like everybody in the world has but I know what my three core strengths are and those three things are productivity discipline, and focus. I've figured that out, I've decided to focus my energies on that, and that's where I win. Those three skills, those three traits.
1: Unbelievable. And that is great information for our ambitious listeners. You can always go back and check out anything that we're talking about here with John Lee Dumas on ambitiousradio.com on the show notes. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, tune in after a brief word from our sponsors when we'll be talking more to JLD, John Lee Dumas, about his career pursuits and really what's coming up next as being an ambitious entrepreneur right here in the ambitious radio.
3: Here's another RepairMyCreditNow.com story.
0: Home ownership. It's the American dream. It's a goal you've always hoped to achieve. You've spent countless weekends looking for the perfect house on the ideal block. The rates are low and you've saved enough for the down payment. Unfortunately, now the mortgage company says there's a little hitch. Okay, let's be honest. It's a gigantic, gargantuan hitch. It's your credit. And it looks like your estimated house payment will be (laughs) a lot more
1: RepairMyCreditNow.com.
0: RepairMyCreditNow.com. www.repairmycreditnow.com.
1: All right, welcome back to Ambitious Radio. And today we've got John Lee Dumas, JLD, entrepreneur on fire. This guy's got so many things going on. He is just knocking it out of the park and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about. You know, we talked a little bit about him personally earlier. Now we're going to really get down to business and he said, you know, right before the, the break that there's three things that have contributed most to his success: productivity, discipline, and focus. So, you know, how would you say that those things ha- have helped you?
2: So, I look at my life and again, I I've had weaknesses for years and I've been able to improve upon some of those. I'll never be able to get rid of all of my weaknesses, but the question I want listeners to ask themselves is: Do you really want to work hard on your weaknesses because you're just going to become okay at something? And, and like nobody wants okay. Like, should we spend our time becoming okay at something we're bad at, or should we uh, take spend our time becoming great at something that we're already really good at? And and my response to that, honestly, is the latter. Like, I think if we can spend time getting great at what we're already really good at, then we're really gonna be able to make our mark in the world and share that message, that voice, that mission with the world. And so when I looked at those three things for me, which were productivity, discipline, and focus, I said, how can I continue to improve those things? So Doug, looking at those individually, you know, starting off with productivity, what are you as an individual producing of quality? Like that word producing is so important. And, you know, this is something that I have really been able to excel at as an entrepreneur. I am a incredibly productive machine. I do a daily podcast. I write emails to my audience, social media. I'm on other shows all the time. I'm writing books. I'm doing webinars. I have so many things going on. I am so incredibly productive every one of these things is very strategic and what and what i say yes to because it has to remain productive so what i like to say to this very quickly a lot of people can relate with is most people wake up in the morning and they do opa now what does opa stand for other people's agenda they get up And they're on other people's agenda all day long because they open up their inbox and they're putting out other people's fires because they jump on facebook or instagram and and it's just the life is no longer theirs they're putting their life in the hands of other people they're reacting they're reacting they're reacting so they're not producing 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 high quality content so it's so key that you take the beginning part of your day before the day takes over you and you just produce quality content when you do that when you focus on that you will be a productivity machine and it will change your life. It will change every single day and then it will change every single week. And if you read the compound effect, you realize weeks change months, months change years. And before you know it, you're like, how did I get here in a good way? So productivity, Doug, is huge.
1: Yes, sir. Now, let's talk about income because I know you publish income reports and, and those types of things. But how do you generate the majority of your revenue right now?
2: So the majority of our revenue kind of comes from four legs, and you know you mentioned before that we do publish our income, so we're very um, transparent about that. We just love uh, it being out there in public because we wanted to inspire other people to see what's working for us as podcasters and as online entrepreneurs, and and potentially emulate some of those things. I mean, we're all standing upon the shoulders of giants, but we also want to share with people what's not working, what we fail in, so people can. Uh, avoid this and making the same pitfalls and mistakes that we make month to month to month as we continue to improve and iterate and try new things, et cetera. So on that note, the four biggest revenue streams for us would be number one, podcasters paradise this is our podcasting community where we have now over three thousand members who are part of this community we teach people how to create grow and monetize their podcasts we have over um, four million dollars in revenue from that in the past three years so that's been an incredible revenue stream for us and it is going forward when i do webinars every single week It's for podcasting, driving people in towards podcasters paradise. Sponsorships for the show. I have sponsors for every single one of my podcasts. And since my show gets uh, more than 2 million listens a month, um, I'm making over $2,000 a day from sponsorship revenue alone. So that um, is... Typically, on a month-to-month basis, over $60,000 because sometimes we even have what are called post-rolls at the end of the show, which will make that show even more of a revenue stream. So around $60,000 per month uh, we're generating from sponsorship revenue alone. Um, My book, The Freedom Journal, that I launched uh, last year in January of 2016 on Kickstarter, it became the sixth most funded publishing campaign of all time on Kickstarter, doing $453,000 in just 33 days and has continued to just crush it revenue-wise. The Freedom Journal now has over 16,000 of of the journal sold and and consistently does between 25 to $35,000 every single month in revenue. And then we do a lot of joint ventures. I will partner up with people that have products and services in areas that I don't offer, but that are very valuable for my listeners, for my audience, which are entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners. And if people convert into that um, product, into that service, into that community, then we'll get a portion of that sale. So those joint ventures. So those are the big four.
1: Cool, cool. Now you, you've done so many interviews. Now you uh, last I'd research it was like fifteen hundred, but now you just said sixteen hundred. So yeah. w- with that, uh, with that being said, um, I, I'm sure every episode is like one of your children. So you're not supposed to have a favorite one. But <laughs> if there is anything that kind of stands out, you know, are, are there are there ones that you really enjoyed, or were there certain content you brought home from? It's like I really enjoyed interviewing this person, and who was that, and why.
2: Uh, interviewing Tony Robbins was kind of a milestone because he was somebody that's before I even got into entrepreneurship, like I knew of him and I saw what he was doing and I thought it was really inspiring. So it was just, he's been somebody that I've just known of for a very long time and admired and looked up to. So having that one-on-one conversation was super cool. Um, I love talking with Sally Hogshead. I've had her on the show a couple times and she's just a really cool woman. She, is always ranked in the top usually number one in the world for speaking um from stage for women and i've seen her speak multiple times she just crushes it every single time so it's been really great building a relationship with her and just kind of seeing how she's built her business in a very different area than i have and you know, from Barbara Corcoran on Shark Tank to Brian Tracy, just you know, somebody whose books I've read over and over again. It's it's really been been fun interviewing people, and like you said, I mean, having done over sixteen hundred, I value every single person, um, and I just you know, I, I I really enjoy having the conversations with people that are making two thousand dollars a month but doing something they love, like you know, like making. Um, making soap out of goat's milk. I mean, that, that was a great interview that people loved because, hey, not everybody wants to be on Shark Tank like Barbara Corkin, but some people just want to you know, have a nice at-home business so they can make revenue and have fun and spend time with their family.
1: That makes perfect sense. It really does. And actually, I, I saw Sally about three or four months ago and uh yeah, really great, great uh, from the stage and great information. Okay. Yeah, all of her personality training and all the different things that she's doing—it really is impressive. So I'm looking forward to having her on the show here pretty soon as well. Now, when you go through these these different interviews, or maybe when you first got started, were you did you have any fears, or were you one of those kind of guys that's like I'm just going to jump in?
2: Terrified, paralyzed with fear. In fact, August fifteenth, twenty twelve was the date I was supposed to launch entrepreneur on fire and the day came and I just was too scared to launch and so I delayed it five weeks before I launched and you know it was just the imposter syndrome that was just telling me who are you to launch a podcast like you, you've never launched a podcast before you're not gonna be good on on, on air and, and all these doubts and fears and and it pushed again I pushed it back five weeks and I would have pushed it back more had I not had a mentor my mentor essentially said if you don't launch your podcast I will fire you so I was kind of had my feet to the fire and I I pushed the publish button and that's why it's important to surround yourself with mentors with a mastermind with people that you know like and trust because as Jim Rohn says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with
1: so if you could go back and give yourself kind of one piece of advice at any point in your lifetime what would that be and at what point in your life would, would you have given it to yourself
2: it would be every month on the month, I would just say, dude, chill out. Like, just relax. Like, it's, growing up, it's so hard to realize it. But, you know, we just think that now is the time and we have to be like, have this great career or this great job or this great this or this great that. And like, life's a marathon. Like, it feels like it goes by fast, like when you look back over the years. But it's a marathon. Every day is a full day. It's 24 hours. You have so much time. Just realize that and just make sure that you're using it wisely and relax and just don't put so much pressure on everything and just create and just have fun and you know be get be willing to get knocked down eight times and get up the ninth i mean that's what i would say to myself chill out
1: yeah that's that's great advice because in this world it's always stressful there's this 24-hour news cycle and all kinds of crazy stuff so that really really is great stuff now when you're talking about growing you mentioned uh, kind of a mentor in the
2: past but at this time what do you do to grow now I consume content on a limited basis. I do believe that, you know, as we start to become more successful and as we start to, you know, really get the business side of things down and start and starting to generate more revenue, we need to ramp up our production and ramp down our consumption because it's a scale. Like you can only. Produce so much and consume so much at the same day, meaning like it's like a hundred percent you have. And so when I started off, I was maybe producing ten percent and consuming ninety percent. I was as I was in the learning stage, but over the last four plus years, you know that scale has been going the other way. So now I'm actually at the point where I produce with 90% of my time and I only use 10% of my time to consume, but I do love consuming content. You know, I I listen to podcasts all the time. Um, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk's daily V show. I get a kick out of it. Like he's building a business I would never in a million years want to build, but I respect his mind as an entrepreneur. I respect his hustle and I really agree with a lot of things he has to say, you know, and just because he's not building the business that I would want for myself. Um, I can learn a lot from how he's doing what he does and it's really fascinating. So, that's me when it comes to consuming content
1: yeah great stuff for ambitious listeners and guys i tell you what if you like what you hear and you want to get updated via text you can text the word ambitious to 69922 standard messaging rates do apply next we'll be talking more to john lee Dumas about what he what ambitious things he's doing now and what's next on ambitious radio Welcome back to Ambitious Radio. This is your host Doug Parker, and I've got John Lee doing this with me today. And this guy is a master at creating content and just great information. I've got the the Freedom Journal sitting right here with me, but he has another project he's working on and really excited about. John, tell us tell us what's up next for you.
2: Well, first off, thanks for having a physical copy of the Freedom Journal, Doug. I mean, you know, here we are in this virtual age where everybody wants things on the app and SaaS and, you know, in the cloud and stuff. And and that's why a year ago when I went to launch the Freedom Journal, people were like, why are you doing a physical product? But I knew the power of having that physical product. And, you know, and the Freedom Journal is a beautiful hardcover faux leather gold embossed journal that like you're just proud to have like on your desk to, to have in your nice stand to kind of keep you there keep you motivated to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days which is what it's meant to do accomplish your number one goal in 100 days so it did just that you know it it's, continues to sell incredibly well every single day Been what inspired me to do this next project was people were coming to me and saying, Okay, John, like now that I've accomplished my number one goal, I feel like I have all this momentum. What do I do with all this momentum? I'm excited. And I was like, Well, that's great. Well, I can tell you what I did when I accomplished my number one goal, which was EO Fire, I got to work. I got to work being productive, I got to work being disciplined, and I got to work being focused on bringing my business forward. And that just got me thinking, wow, like these things can't come fairly easily to me. And I've worked on them hard over the past number of years that have maybe become better at all these things. Let me even take that to the next level and create a guide, a step-by-step tool that people can follow to become masters of productivity, masters of discipline, and masters of focus in 100 days. So I spent a year, all of 2016, nosing books, doing my research, finding out all the different things about productivity, discipline, and focus. And on January 23rd, so just this past Monday of 2017, I officially launched The Mastery Journal over on Kickstarter, tagline being Master Productivity, Discipline and Focus in 100 Days. And again, it's a Kickstarter campaign, so if you wanna go check it out, it's at themasteryjournal.com. You can just head over there, it'll take you right to the Kickstarter page. We have a beautiful video that I shot on site here in Puerto Rico that describes all what The Mastery Journal is. The whole sales page there just has a lot of great information. Um, and, you know, we have different reward levels that you can snag if you would like to, including combo packs. If you don't even have the Freedom Journal yet, you can get both the Mastery and Freedom Journal in one combo pack for a really cool package. So we have some really cool things going on there. And one other thing i like to mention with this, Doug, is we've partnered with an amazing charity called Pencils of Promise, as we did for the Freedom Journal. And last year with the Freedom Journal, we ended up donating over $75,000 on behalf of Freedom Journal supporters to build schools. In developing countries through Pencils of Promise. We're doing the same thing this year with the Mastery Journal. So if you do decide to go over and support the Mastery Journal, you're giving yourself the gift of mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. And you're also giving the gift of education to those less fortunate.
1: Yeah, that's powerful stuff, and and you know, I think whenever I got the uh, the Freedom Journal, I got I think it was called a fire pack. I think it's maybe how you explained it. But I think it was twenty of them, and, and got them out to other people so they could do stuff with it. And I'm sure um, you know that same packages or packages similar to that are available as well. Oh yeah, to us.
2: and real quick, Doug, I mean, like, how cool is it when you? we able to gift those freedom journals to other people. I mean, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I mean, I just know from other people sharing with me their experiences and me doing it with others, just how cool it was for for like you know you, you to give the gift, so to speak, of someone accomplishing their number one goal in 100 days. So it was it was really cool that. People do go out and buy these packs and gift them to their friends, their family, their loved ones, and it just really makes a difference.
1: It really does, and and you don't have to put any words in my mouth. I'm telling you, I'm holding it right now, <laughs> and this thing is. I mean, in this day and age, you know, books a lot of times that come out nowadays they're you know just just on paperback or whatever yeah, the case is. On
2: demand printing, hey, it's just like the same thing.
1: Yeah, this thing is beautiful, and and like I said, I can't wait to get uh, the master journal as well. Now, uh, as you go through it and you and you make these decisions, you know, obviously you decided to partner with the Pencils of Promise and on that project. And, and it's always good to be giving back because the reality is, you know, we, we, we talk about it at at church all the time. Our pastor will say, look, you know, sometimes, uh, you're giving more, you're giving more than enough and it's not always just for you. Okay. Sometimes it's, it's, it's for somebody else. And obviously you, you believe in that mentality. And, and so how did you decide on pencils of promise? How did you get connected with that group?
2: So, I actually interviewed Adam Braun, who's the founder. You know, he was on my show. One of my friends recommended him. And so he was on EO Fire episode. 900 and something I believe uh, you can just actually go to my site and under the search bar you can just type Adam Braun B-r-a-u-n and you can listen to that episode and I was inspired I was like, you know as as a host I still listen just like, you know Doug you're listening right now I mean we listen to our guests and I was like wow, this is an amazing story and, and Adam You know, he went to Guatemala and he bent down in this road and he asked this child who was like four or five years old Like hey if you could have anything in the world that you wanted like what, what would you want? And you know he expected the kid to be like saying like a bicycle or this or that. And the kid looked at him and said, A pencil. And Adam's like, What? Like why would you want a pencil? He's like, Because like I, I just I wanna write. I wanna learn how to read. Like I like the, the kid just at four or five years old just like knew instinct instinctually that this was such an important gift that he was not gonna be given the opportunity to have. And so Adam's heart broke and he created this incredible uh, foundation called Pencils of Promise and I mean, like I said, we we donated $75,000 a year, uh, $75,000 last year to it. And we're hoping to at least mash that, if not um, go over that this year and just continue to build schools in developing countries. And it's an amazing community.
1: Now, as you go through the process of determining, you know, who you're going to work with and and what projects you're going to work on. Do you have a a process for that? Or I think you had mentioned it, and I I don't know if it was in this uh, conversation or if it was in one of the, in prepping for it, I I was watching one of the videos, but um, is there a process that you follow to, to make that determination?
2: um as far as what
1: well as, as what's to work on next because what happens is we'll you know we get the bright shiny object you know and, and oh we'll, yeah you'll get distracted or not i'm not saying you will but i know i get distracted with stuff all the time oh, i get
2: distracted <laughs> <laughs> i'm a human being i get distracted and so for me like it really does come down to journaling you know part of my morning routine is meditation and journaling and journaling just always allows me to get my thoughts on paper and allows me to prioritize things and to see like where I want to be spending my time and and where I think I can actually make the biggest impact. And again, biggest impact is one thing, but at the same time, how can I also make the individual one-on-one impact as well? So I kind of weigh those two things at the same time. For me, it's always one big project. Like it, you know, it was EO Fire, my podcast. Then it was Podcasters Paradise. And then it was Webinar on Fire, our webinar community. Then it was the Freedom Journal. Now it's the Mastery Journal. And then I'm going to be launching a, uh, sorry, publishing a traditional book, Um, after the mastery journal launches over and that'll be my sole, you know, focus for my big project, my overall number one goal. So I always like to have these three, you know, hundred day, um, I was gonna say three months, but I meant I, I like to have these like hundred day moving goals that I'm always working towards. And hey, I don't always finish my biggest goals in a hundred days, but I'll tell you what, like that just allows me the opportunity to be that much further along than I would have been not having the structure, and then just continue it on and see it through by day like 120, 150.
1: So when you talk about journaling, I mean we all hear about journaling, and you know obviously you write in a journal, but can can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Do you just write it down? Do you go back and review it uh, in previous days or how how does that actually work for you?
2: Yeah, that was where I struggled with journaling for years because I would oftentimes just open up a blank moleskin and just start writing and it just didn't work for me. I was just like, I feel weird. Like I just don't know what to write. Like I'm just a structured person. Like I like to be guided. I like people to hold my hands in a way and like show me the path and, and just kind of follow orders. You know, I guess it might be the military person. I mean, I don't know. So that's kind of really where the idea for these journals that I've now created came from both the freedom journal and the mastery journal, which, you know, we we're building out a brand, um, an umbrella brands called the success journals where these journals are underneath those because I just love and operate best when I'm actually opening up a journal and it says, "Okay, say something you're most you're most grateful about today." And you start with you know with a mindset of gratefulness and a mindset of abundance with that um, affirmation. And then, okay, what is your number one focus today? Boom, you write it out. Then boom, you just follow the guidance, the step by step guidance of the Freedom Journal until you are complete for that day. And then you have the nightly recap. And before you know it, you're just executing, you're just following the guidance. And then day 100 comes and you're like, I can't, I just actually accomplished this number one goal. Like this goal has been plaguing me for years and I just did it in 100 days. I mean, we see that comment all the time in our private Facebook community for Freedom Journal owners. It's so exciting, it's so amazing, the breakthroughs that we see, all because we just give people the the little guidance and then they just follow it from there.
1: Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us because the reality is, you know, so many people think of journaling, they can just get out a spiral notebook or something. And for many, that very well may work. It, it works for some people. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm like you, I mean, I can't, I mean, I can just write on it. It's like, so I want to get work hard today. You know what I mean? I'm going to do this. So there, there really is a lot of great structure in, in the book, and, it, and that's something that you'll continue to build upon. And, um, you know, one, one other question in this segment that I'd love to just see, and I, I didn't ask you this in the pre-show or anything else, so if it catches you off guard, you know, no, no worries. But if, if you were going to do, uh, let's say, a TED Talk, but it, but it wasn't to do with podcasting, because I know that's what you are like an absolute rock star on. But would there, would there be a topic you would like to do a TED Talk on?
2: Yeah, I'll tell you, after doing 1,600 interviews for my own show and, and close to 1,000 on other shows, it's hard to catch me off uh, guard, Doug, so <laughs> ask any questions you want, my friend. We can do this all day long. But you know, the the thing that I would really focus in on if I had that opportunity to do a TED Talk, which I really do, by the way, I hope I can do someday, but it would be this whole mindset of this Albert Einstein quote that I am just absolutely passionate about. It's try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And I would do my my TED Talk on the whole fact that people who win in this world are focused primarily first and foremost and sometimes exclusively on providing value and then success follows and finds them but when you flip it on its head which 99% of people do and try to try to find success you know and they don't really they put the value thing off to the side that success is elusive that was me for 6 years so i would really get into the ted talk about how you can provide free, valuable, consistent content like we do, Doug, on you know audio, like some people do on video, like other people do on websites or blogs, or you know any number of ways. But you have to do that free, valuable, consistent content. Add the value to the world. Build an audience that's going to allow you to ask that audience, "What are you struggling with?" Listen to their answers, and then provide solutions to their pain points, their obstacles, their challenges, or struggles, and then you win
1: great information ambitious times and i'll tell you what you know we could not do it without our great guest john lee dumas (laughs) he is knocking it out of the park and we also couldn't do it without our sponsors so we're going to take a brief break and hear a little bit from our sponsors and then we'll be right back with john lee dumas of eo fire and we'll talk more about how he recharges his ambitious body mind and spirit right here on the ambitious radio network
3: you lose your career because of your faith? Could your pastor be sued because of his sermons? Can students and teachers be punished because of what they believe about God or what they say? Can the government or even your employer force you to violate your beliefs? Get the answers and if necessary, legal protection from First Liberty Institute. This is Kelly Shackelford, president of First Liberty. We're the nation's largest legal organization dedicated exclusively to restoring religious freedom in America. In fact, First Liberty's nationwide network of top attorneys win over 90% of their cases. We've won at the Supreme Court all the way down to the local schools. Visit firstliberty.org to learn more about how First Liberty is protecting religious freedom for all Americans in the workplace, public schools, your church, the military, and more. That's firstliberty.org.
1: All right, this is your host, Doug Parker of the Ambitious Radio Network, and it is hard to believe that we are already on the last segment. John talked in the last segment that, you know, we could go on for hours and I'm sure that we could and I would really enjoy it. But I want to be respectful of his time. And uh, with that being said, let's talk about, you know, we've talked about how ambitious you are, all the things you got going, all the systems you have put in place and how you're maximizing so many things. But the bottom line is your brain's always running. You're, you know, you're doing things. (laughs) And, you know, we want to talk about how do you recharge your ambitious body, mind and spirit.
2: Recharging is important. And again, for me, recharging is number one. It starts with sleep. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of sleep. I get at least eight hours of sleep a night. Those people that claim they, they can run off four or five hours of sleep, I know you're out there. I know you're listening right now. I don't believe you. I, I think you're, you're headed for burnout. I mean, our body needs it. It requires it. I'm adamant about getting it. And then, you know, I make sure that I have a morning routine. That morning routine recharges me every single day. It's exercise. It's, you know, um, Getting up and actually um, doing a little bit of, you know, deep breathing, standing up, but then also sitting down and continuing that deep breathing through meditation, journaling. So again, I'm focused in the morning of taking care of myself. Good night's sleep, getting in some exercise, not going crazy, I'm not doing like a 10-mile run, you know, I'm doing like a nice little 2,000-meter row in my rowing machine, getting the blood flowing. Then sitting down, doing the meditation, doing the journaling, setting my day up for success, that's what gets me grounded, and that's also what keeps me from getting burnt out. That's what keeps me recharged and allows me to execute at a high level every single day. I mean, Doug, let's let's be honest to your listeners. It is Saturday right now, and people are were just like would be like, what 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 are you doing on a Saturday? I'm like, what do you mean? Every day is a Saturday for me, and I, I I'm doing what I love right now. I mean, if you choose the right path, you're always getting recharged. I mean, I'm gonna be more charged up. After this interview with Doug, then I was charged up before because I'm doing something I enjoy doing, talking about great topics, hopefully inspiring a couple people to take action and do some cool things. It's just fun.
1: You know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that. I actually got a guy that, that called me today. He looked up the show and somehow got connected and found a number for me and called me and was telling me how uh, just charged up he was. After listening to one of our previous guests, and it was a, a deal where he just found it on the internet and listened to it, and you know that got me charged up. You're talking about you know having <laughs> a situation where you know you wonder, hey, who all's listening? and What's going on? Is it really making a difference? And you know the the different things, but it really does uh, make a difference whenever you're getting this feedback and those kind of things. And when you're doing things you love, you know, so many people they back into whatever the job is that they've got. They may have even went to school for it, and then they get out and they realize it's not really what I. I like or I really you know what I love. But I've gone to school for for four or five years and I've got a hundred grand in student loan debt, so I might as well do it. But, um, you know, you got to do things you love. And, and you talked about that in the beginning of the show, how, you know, you served in, in the military. And, and by the way, uh, thank you for that, because I'm telling you, to all of our veterans out there, the the bottom line is is that you guys defending our country makes it possible for entrepreneurs like you and me to be able to do the things that we do. So I definitely didn't want to show get get through the show without letting you know that. But but it's it just makes a a, a huge impact on you know on the lives of people. And um, you you got out of the military, you bounced around, you tried a couple of different things, and then you had this epiphany that hey, here's what I'm gonna do and then you said you got paralyzed by fear but you pushed through (laughs) and you made it happen so you know i encourage everybody find things that you love to do because it's you know you're going to work 40 50 hours a week at something it might as well be some stuff that you love so now let's talk about you know travel and vacation i I recently noticed that you are now in puerto rico now is that a permanent move is that a long-term vacation what's 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 going on there
2: it's a permanent move. You know, as permanent as a life of a location independent and financially independent entrepreneur is. I mean, Kate and I lived in San Diego for a number of years. We loved it. Um, but we were ready for some adventures. So we said, hey, the Caribbean is beckoning. And uh, we found a great place here in Puerto Rico. And we settled down in a great little community called Palmas del Mar here in Puerto Rico. And uh, we've been here since May 1st. And, you know, we're gonna be here for a couple of years. We're committed to the area. We're enjoying it, and you know, we'll see maybe longer. I mean, who knows? But you know, so far so good. And uh, yeah, we're we're down here in Puerto Rico, loving life.
1: Cool. Now, technically, that is uh, it's a is that a US, U.S. territory? Territory. Okay. So, is there any is there any kind of tax benefits,
2: or you just like being there? Massive tax benefits. There's ah. yeah something called Act 20, which if anybody just wants to Google Puerto Rico Act 20, um, you'll be able to learn a lot about it, and it's a great economic stimulus package for this island, which is going through some struggles, which, you know, to be frank, every place really in the world is um, at some level. And it's a, uh, it's a great opportunity for entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and the reason why I said, I thought there might be something, and I'm going to, I'll look up that act 20, you know, the reality is I'm a tax-paying, you know, American loving, you know, kind of guy, but I don't want to pay any, any unnecessary taxes. And uh, so it's always good to hear, you know, what, what's yeah. out there and what's available to people and they put those things so- in place
2: go ahead. You still pay taxes here, no doubt. It's just not quite as much as one would in California. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. Well, and you know, I'm in Texas, so you know, we we even pay less than than uh, they do in California. But uh, yeah. Anyway, man. Well, you know, this is just great information. You know, and uh, as we always do, as we're kind of wrapping up the show, the last couple minutes here. Um, if someone wanted to interact with you, you know, how's the best way to do that? Maybe a couple nuggets if they're thinking about doing a podcast. I know you've got Podcasters Paradise. Can you just kind of wrap up and tell us a little bit about about that and how that helps folks
2: yeah absolutely I'm, I'm great via communication on email like it's something that I've committed to so John at eofire.com you can shoot me a message um, it'll get to me for sure and, and I do respond to my emails in a fairly timely manner um, because I just enjoy interacting with people that have questions about entrepreneurship that have enjoyed the show or whatever. And you know, to your other question about podcasting, we actually even have a free podcasting course. I would recommend people checking out if they just even have any inkling of interest in podcasting. And it's called freepodcastcourse.com. Head over to that URL, sign up for free, and enjoy the 15-day tutorial that will turn you into a machine when it comes to creating, growing, or monetizing your podcast and um you know otherwise we have some incredibly awesome free courses over at eofire.com we have another free course on webinars on goal setting and on funnels so any of those things interest you we have a free course on those over at uh, eofire.com
1: and that free it was free podcast That's it. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll put uh, links to that in the show notes and everything else as well. And, you know, John, i I tell you what. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you coming on the show. I know how busy you are. I know how many things you got going on. And you've got this this new uh, mastery journal that's coming out. And I know it's going to change the lives of a lot of people. And, you know, the people that read it, obviously, maybe the people that it's, that's, that's not read it, but go through it, the people that it's gifted to, but, but I want to go back in just real quick, maybe a couple minutes on that pencils of promise, because it's, it's going to make a difference in the the lives of those folks that we may never see who they are, what they've got going on, but that is powerful stuff. And if you could just wrap it up and, and, and just close it down with talking about that, that organization.
2: So Pencils of Promise is just a great organization, you know, I just love when I see what Mark Zuckerberg and Google is doing with the world, you know, they're bringing um, Wi-Fi, they're bringing internet to the world. So now that there's internet that's going to be available to the world, now we have to find a way, hey, how can we educate the world so people can use that internet and that opportunity, that connection to the world in an amazing way because, you know, who knows who the, where the person right now is is going to develop a cure for AIDS or for cancer or for some, any other of those things. And if we can give them the gift of education, like we're at least gifting them that opportunity, which is so exciting. And that's what Pencils of Promise does. They just go into, into developing very rural, very struggling countries that just have really, no ability to even create a structure for any kind of a schoolhouse and they come in and they build the school, they train the teachers and, and they just leave this fully functioning, um, you know, basically school community behind that's going to last for hundreds and hopefully thousands of years, you know, afterwards. And, um, we know, Again, we, we do a portion of every single sale from Freedom Journal goes to Pencils of Promise. And every time we hit a funding goal with the Mastery Journal, we're, we're going to be doing the exact same thing. We're going to be writing checks to Pencils of Promise, which we're just really fired up and excited about. Um, so if anybody wants to check out um, what's going on with that and more, um, again, this is live now. It's a Kickstarter campaign over at themasteryjournal.com. Again, a killer video. Everything was shot here on site in my, at my home in Puerto Rico. It's a beautiful video with some backdrops of the Caribbean. Um, some really cool scenes and some great video describing what the Mastery Journal is. Some great details and pictures of the inside of the Mastery Journal. We even have a gift for people uh, that go check it out, which uh, you'll see when you get on over there. But that is all waiting for you at themasteryjournal.com. And this Kickstarter campaign is running through February 24th of 2017. So whenever you're listening to this, um, head on over there. And if it's after the 24th of um, 2017, guess what? Themasteryjournal.com will be turned into an amazing website where you can learn more about the Mastery Journal and place your order there as well.
1: Well, JLD, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I've got a just crazy amount of notes I've been taking and virtually writing, just writing everything down. And so I look forward to going back through and reviewing my notes, getting it all updated on the site. And uh, thanks for coming on the show today.
2: My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Doug. And I hope your listeners are prepared to ignite.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> and speaking of that, tune in on Saturdays to Ambitious Radio, where we interview thought leaders and exciting entrepreneurs, changing the faces of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at AmbitiousRadio.com or subscribe on iTunes.